0: I'm Rachel
1: and I'm Dan Rachel's dad
0: and this is almost bedtime theater a podcast about playing role-playing games with kids With this episode we're starting a D&D actual play series that we recorded back when I was eight In it we discover Alethea owes a favor a friendly game of darts That's no bee something is amiss and thatch has a problem
1: this episode also features music and soundscapes by Michael Gelfi. Links to the specific tracks we used are available in our show notes.
0: And as always, if you would like to contact us with any questions, comments, or suggestions, you can email us at almostbedtimetheater at gmail.com or find us on Twitter as at Almost Bedtime. Thanks and have a good night. Okay, so my character's name is Alethea Silverfrond, an elf sorceress.
1: What, is she, what does she look like?
0: Um, So she has a dark purple flowing cape behind her, and she has a bow slung on her back, and a dagger on her belt, and she... Kinda has this like flower crown thing go around her head. Ah, a
1: flower crown. got it. And when she does her magic, what does she use to do magic with? Um, a wand. A wand? What's the wand look like?
0: It's a wand that's made out of like wood and dark swirls.
1: Alright. Oh, you mentioned that she has dragon ancestry.
0: Yeah.
1: So what what's that look like for her?
0: She has a couple of scales on her
1: arms. And what color? What color dragon was it again? Silver. Silver dragon. Okay. So Alethea then you said that she was um, going out and like doing doing quests or doing jobs, that kind of thing, if I remember correctly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Not jobs,
1: but quests. Quests. Okay. What I'm going to offer up is that she is currently aboard an airship called the Trinket. So in this world where she lives, um, all of the land is... um, it floats. It's like these floating islands. Although some of the islands are pretty big. I mean, essentially it's like a continent, but you get to the edge of the continent, and it drops off down into... not into ocean, but into, like, these cloud seas. So it's just just clouds that go out. And so in order to go from island to island, you have to effectively have something that can fly... That's where these, these airships come into play. Now, the, the captain of the trinket, her name is Captain Mercy. And my question for you, so Captain Mercy, she's a, she's a pretty young captain. Uh, in fact, this is her first trip as the captain of the ship. She's very excited, but she's also a little bit nervous. But my question for you is, you actually, you and Mercy know each other. And you owe Mercy a favor from a long time ago, well before she became a captain. Maybe when she was just like a brand new sailor or something. But you knew each other a long time ago.
0: Sailor, you, there were you, no ocean.
1: Well, it's a sailor on an airship. It's still oh. a ship. They're still sailors. So you know Mercy from a long time back. Tell me what what happened way back then that made it so that you owe Mercy a favor. Maybe like she
0: saved my life or something.
1: Oh, okay. So Mercy saved your life. How did that happen?
0: We were fighting a dragon, and she made it ca- catch on fire. There. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Done.
1: So, so there was a, there was a monster battle, and uh,
0: she blasted forget- it with acid.
1: Ah. Okay. So it sounds like she's quick on her feet. So now, now you're on the trinket, and so that the trinket is it's not a big airship. It's a it's a nice compact little airship. Uh, it has these. It has these sweeping wings. It's, it's like if you took a big canvas sail and then you you put it on a, a wood frame and stuck it off the side. Ah, it's got a couple really big propellers that are in the back, and they're they're powered by this this steam engine. So you feed coal into this into a fire and it gets, heats up the water, and then it choo choo choo. It's this really deep thrumming noise from the steam engine. And then the whole thing shifts and starts to move. And that's, that's how this airship goes. So what is it? Uh, give me an idea. When you when you first saw the trinket, what was it that surprised Alathea?
0: That it was engine-powered and it couldn't just be, like, magically-powered.
1: Ah, so they're magically-powered airships in this world, too? <clears throat> makes sense. This is a mundane airship. Because when I
0: first saw it, I was basically like... Why is it powered by coal and not magic? That would be a lot easier.
1: Right. For a sorceress, perhaps. All right. So you are aboard the trinket. You've, you've been out for a few days. This is a, supposed to be a fairly straightforward trip where you're delivering some cargo, or rather I should say Captain Mercy is taking some cargo and making making a delivery to one of the other islands with, uh, with this cargo. But apparently she was concerned, I mean, things happen out, out uh, at the Cloud Sea, and so she called on you to, to come help guard the ship. All right, so we're, gonna, we're opening the scene, and Alethea is on the ship. Does Alethea play darts? What's that mean? So what you do is you have a target. It's like, it's like if you had an archery contest, and you were shooting at a target to see who could hit the bullseye, but you're throwing darts. Since you're on a relatively small ship, you probably wouldn't be shooting a bow and arrow at a target across the ship, but you might stand a few feet away and throw darts. So she is currently in the middle of a dart contest with one of the other sailors. Let's say there's a there's a dartboard there. Would you, would you like to roll and see how well you throw your dart?
0: Mine. Can I do my inspiration? No, I'm not going to do my inspiration.
1: Um, but, but you're are,
0: proficient
1: okay, at so darts.
0: Okay, so that means
1: 11. Okay. And when you throw a dart, you're using?
0: So 15. All right.
1: So you throw the dart, and yeah. You, you, you do really good job with your dart. Then the sailor, she she takes the dart, and she's like,
0: Not bad, not
1: bad. And hers goes right in the bullseye.
0: I'm going to throw see. another one. Oh, sure. Ten plus seven is
1: seventeen. Oh, and yours goes boom, both in the bullseye.
0: Yeah, how about that? Yeah, okay, okay.
1: And then she throws one, and it it just whips right by the dartboard and out onto the ship. She's like,
0: there was wind. A little bit of wind. It's okay. I know what happened there. All right. All right. I probably won't do any better. Thirteen plus seventeen. I mean, plus seven.
1: Plus oh, that would be uh, plus six. Okay. Yeah, you got another one. Bullseye.
0: Well, game.
1: Yeah, I guess.
0: One time, one more time. Sure,
1: and it's right about <coughs> then that you notice a sound. It's like this low buzzing sound that's going on. <laughs>
0: You, wait, wait, don't, 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 everybody be quiet.
1: All right, so now you're, you're listening intently. Go ahead and, and roll perception for me.
0: I get, I'm proficient.
1: Proficiency and your, your wisdom.
0: Yeah, six plus four is ten.
1: Okay, you're, you're, listen, you hear this, and then as, as you listen carefully, it's, it's more than one thing that's making that buzz. And they're all overlapping and there's more and more of them. What are you gonna do?
0: Are they speaking a language? they buzzing you here?
1: Um, it sounds more like a like it's a a physical thing, like something actually, can you give me a nature check, please? Uh
0: nine plus two is eleven. Okay. I'm getting bad rolls.
1: It doesn't sound like it doesn't sound like a language to you. It sounds like a bug or something that's buzzing, but at a really big scale.
0: Okay, I'm going to do matter illusion to make it look, to make it look like I'm shooting a fireball at them, but I'm not like just into the air. Like it.
1: Ah, okay.
0: Is this bug visible? So, yeah. So looking
1: looking around up in the sky, no, you you don't see any any bug. But you go to the edge of the trinket and you no, look I, over there. No, I kind of run to the
0: edge of the trinket. Uh-huh.
1: All right. You look over, you look around and you see
0: this big bee
1: coming up from below.
0: Wait, was I right? It was a bee?
1: It's, it's not a bee, but it is there are these five beetles. And they've got these kind of these shiny, glittery green shells and they're
0: Can I tell if they're trying to attack?
1: And they are all coming up toward the trinket. So the, the they actually must have lifted up out of the cloud sea because the clouds, the clouds are maybe like 50-60 feet below you. Um, and they've lifted up out of the clouds, and they're they're coming up towards the trinket.
0: And then I run back into the middle of the ship, and I'm like, attack, attack! All
1: right, well that gets attention, and everybody starts to uh, everybody starts to scramble.
0: I pull out my bow, and and I look down and I aim. Does it since I just shouted attack, attack? Does that did that like trigger something in the beetles, and now they're like coming? coming
1: even far faster? Um, not that you've noticed. Uh, whether they didn't hear you or they don't understand what was said or they don't care, you're, you're not sure. But uh, they, the the five beetles just are seem to be headed your way. Are like,
0: on the end really sharp?
1: Darts are really sharp on the end. Okay. Uh, although they don't tend to do a lot of damage and you're aware that these beetles have hard shells on them, so that might make things a little tricky.
0: Well, I'm not gonna use my dart. That's my special dart. Um, do have I noticed that these things have eyes? Uh,
1: they're beetles, so yes, they have. They have big the eyes. They're giant beetles, I should say.
0: All right. So I'm gonna use a magic missile and cast it on one of them.
1: Okay. So describe for me what what does that do? Magic I
0: have two missile? slots.
1: You have two spell slots for level one. Yes. So describe for me what uh, what happens with magic missile.
0: I I bring out my wand and then I point it at them and then I try to do magic. Music.
1: So, you're doing magic missile. It it creates these three these three glowing darts of magical force. What do they look like when when you cast um, it? Is there a so, component of your your dragon ancestry that's wrapped up in that or what? Yeah.
0: Um. So they're actually like these three dragon th- like they're imagine a glowing staff that's like kind of see-through, and you can reach your hand through, and, like, you can't, it's not solid. So, like, basically a gas kind of thing. And then, there's, like, kind of like, um, Hanzo's arrow where the dragon comes around it, goes around it, kind of, you know?
1: Oh! So,
0: like, the dragon would, um, like, circle around the arrow, kind of.
1: So you... And then they
0: have their mouths open, like, they try to eat it, but that's it doesn't add damage it's just the design
1: so you you fire off in three of these spiraling twisting dragon
0: forces dragon forces
1: yep yeah, they, they all <laughs> fire up. and then you do roll damage you get you get three of them now are all three of them headed for the same beetle yeah. or okay i want, like
0: I directed them so that they go under the beetle and up because then that way they don't have the hard shell. Ah,
1: uh, okay. Okay. Alright, so roll your, your four-sided die, your D4. This? Yep, you're going to roll it.
0: What? My max damage is four damage? Four plus one. Oh, right. Uh, one plus one, two.
1: Okay, so that's the first one.
0: <laughs>
1: You've got three of them going. Yeah.
0: Three plus one is four. Okay. Uh, and two plus one is three. Okay. One, two, three, four.
1: <laughs> all right. So, so it, it, it these three dragon forces—they all smash into the beetle.
0: <laughs> Isn't that ten damage?
1: And and that beetle is like, and so so the four of them are coming up and actually reaching the ship, but one of them—it's—it's. It's, Kind of still buzzing and drifting, but it's drifting down into the cloud sea.
0: Poor yeah. beetles. So it's uh. <laughs> now I'm feeling really bad for that beetle.
1: It got blasted. It decided to go away. The other four beetles, they reach your ship and they start landing. And it seems like they are particularly interested in the wings. And they they look like they're starting to chew. Okay. And, and you can feel. I mean, you can feel the ship kind of. There, there's there's creaking as they land and yeah. start clambering around on the I ends.
0: shout, hey, you ugly bullies, get over here, uglies.
1: So you're yelling at the beetles. Uh, people are trying to, to...
0: Like, throw things at them and, like, do damage, kind
1: of? Yeah, people are trying to chuck things <laughs> off at them to get them off the wings. Um looks like uh, people didn't have a lot of their, their weapons on hand, but Donabella, the sailor that you were playing darts with.
0: Donabella? Seriously? Donna Bella. fiasco.
1: Donna Bell fiasco. She she has has the darts and she's like, I don't think this is gonna work. Since you told people to start getting ready, they've they've got weapons out. There's a couple folks are, are shooting arrows at the at the beetles.
0: I told them, guys, we shooting at the hard shells won't work. We need to like flip them over or something.
1: That's a that's a very good point. There's there's still a chance that you'd be able to to hit them with the shell. You'd find a find a crack. You'd have to shoot just the right spot. The beetles are, are apparently just focusing on on uh,
0: kind wings. of chewing
1: on the wings at the moment. What are you doing?
0: Well, I'm going to do firebolt since it's one of my cantrips. Then I say, get out of the way for a second. Okay. Tell yeah. me
1: what it looks like when you you do firebolt.
0: I pull out my wand and can I just use my hand since I'm a sorceress?
1: As long as you have your wand at hand, but like you could do it with your hand. You don't have to fire it out of your wand. You just have to have your wand present since that's your focus.
0: Yeah, I'll just have it at my side and I'll do like
1: anything.
0: All right. Iron! Oh, <laughs> what? Okay, that's blasters. great. Yeah, like... yeah.
1: All right. So so is it like a, a, a beam of fire? Yeah. Okay. Well,
0: it's kind of like the dragons, too. It's just circling and circling and circling. All right.
1: So to do firebolt, you actually have to do an attack to hit.
0: Okay, seven. I barely hit anything.
1: Yeah, your beam of fire... <laughs>
0: Hopefully it goes off the ship before it hits it to somebody else.
1: It was a close thing. You almost hit the wing, which fire and wing is a bad combination. You you didn't aim well, maybe, or it just kind of slides off that shell.
0: But wouldn't like the shell be burning?
1: You didn't hit it well enough to make that happen. Yeah, it just kind of skittered off that that shiny green shell of that particular beetle and didn't, didn't seem to connect. The beetles keep chewing. The rest of the crew keep trying to Hit him enough to get him to go leave the wing. What is Alathea doing?
0: She is really frustrated right now because she kind of feels like everybody's depending on her kind of thing. Uh, so she she sighs and she's like, "Donavella, guy's darts handy."
1: Donavella says, "I don't I don't think the darts are gonna do any good. They're, they're just for playing a game with."
0: Okay. okay. What should I do? None of my spells are really working too well.
1: So you have a cantrip that does damage that doesn't set things on fire.
0: Ray of Frost! Okay, I'd set.
1: And you have a bow and arrow.
0: No, i am do Ray of Frost. Okay. My bow and arrow isn't magical.
1: Doesn't have to be magical.
0: I'll it to be magical.
1: Perhaps someday.
0: Okay. Maybe I'll have some spell that makes it magical. Okay. Okay. Ray of Frost.
1: Okay, what does the ray of frost look like? Is that another one from your hand? Is it from the wand? Yeah, it...
0: so what happens is, you know what the ice giants look like in Thor? Uh-huh. Um, my hand goes out, and then the end of my finger, and then my hand becomes to like have, be blue, and then it shoots out, and then my hand is the regular color again.
1: All right, so you're... you're... Your ray of frost. And it's
0: basically just a lot of icicles and snow and ice. Ah,
1: alright. Sounds like it's perhaps your fourth. Cold wind. Okay. So that blasts out. You do have to roll. You roll for a ranged attack.
0: Three plus five is eight.
1: <laughs> alright. <laughs> so this better time
0: better than seven! Just a smidgen.
1: So this time it blasts across it's a good thing you went with ray of frost instead of fire because this time it, it tags a wing next to one of the beetles and it kind of ices up that section of wing a little bit
0: that would help it stay together right um or does it just make it, it so cold that it will work
1: it, if, if it got enough ice on it ice, ice is a danger if things get enough like the wings get enough ice they get heavy and they could break this is nowhere near that much ice Uh, More, it's just, there's kind of a, maybe a slightly icy section of the wing. You probably wouldn't want to walk on it right now. It's probably a little on the slippery side.
0: Because then you would slip off the wing. Yep, yep. And if you tried to grab it, then your hands would just slip. And then I start screaming, why do I always miss?
1: At this point, the the crew has managed to drive off one of the other beetles. So you're down to three beetles. One One of the other beetles kind of buzzes off and... Sort of buzzingly spirals its way down. It's headed back down to the to the cloud sea, and it's these are not not the best flyers. It Kind of, it's may, maybe because it took a bit of a, a beating, but it's um, they, they're they're not like you know birds or hawks or something. They, they kind of have to slowly bumble their way to wherever they're they're trying to be. The beetles. The beetles. Yeah.
0: Okay, I was kind of like, our pilots are already.
1: <laughs> no, hopefully. Our
0: the pilots ship, are drunk?
1: <laughs> the ship flies a bit better than the beetles. At least while it's got all its wings on. Speaking of which, the beetles are continuing to munch. They've they've got their two of them on a single wing, and they're. they're you, you can actually. Too bad, hear bad I it don't have. Crotch,
0: crotch, too Too-ch-quatch. Too bad I'm not a cleric because then I would have thermotography, and then I would be able to make my voice boom up to three times louder and be like, Hey, you big, stinky, ugly bullies, you get over here or else we're going to kill you. you
1: you've you been yelling at the Beatles quite a bit. The Beatles don't seem to notice or pay any attention to being yelled at.
0: I am, like, super frustrated now. I'm just, like, I'm throwing... Um, um I do magic missile.
1: Okay. Magic missile. Which beetle are you aiming for?
0: One of the ones on the two wings.
1: Okay, one of the duo. Yeah. All
0: right. Because if um, like if we take out the one that's on one, the one that's on a wing alone, then that one's gonna weigh less, and this one's gonna weigh more, so then it would tilt. All right. I mean, it's probably already tilting.
1: Um, there there is. Some some shifting going on, you're not sure whether that's that's turbulence or the beetles. Probably the beetles are weighing in to some degree. The pilot's trying to keep the ship fairly upright though. Yeah. Go ahead and roll your damage for that magic missile. So that's two plus one, and then you get to roll it three more or two more times.
0: Um three and three plus six. Six plus two is eight! Okay. There right. Done!
1: Your, your magic missiles go whipping through and they crash into that beetle and just, it's like, just kind of blasted up a bit and it...
0: Guts spray everywhere.
1: And then it, it just <laughs> buzzes its way off and down and you're left with just two beetles on the wings.
0: Keep throwing those arrows or whatever you are throwing. You're doing a good job. All right. Even though I think they're doing horrible.
1: Oh, I see. What is... Magic missile. Alathea is going to do Magic Missile. Do you have another Magic Missile? I believe you no. sent two. Okay. So Magic uh, Missile is out. Firebolt. Firebolt. All right. The more try... hot
0: one. Natural 20.
1: Well, that's going to do it, isn't it? So here's what we're going to do.
0: I'm going to again.
1: Because that was a, a critical hit with your Firebolt, that means you get two dice. But I'm going to say it's a critical hit. And what I like to do for kind of my, my home rule is that the first die is automatically max, so you're so one of them you get two d10, and one of them is automatically ten. So you're just going to roll a second one and see how good it is.
0: Uh, ten plus seven. Plus
1: seven. It's a seventeen point <laughs> firebolt, which is crazy impressive for a firebolt. Would you like to Would you like to explain what this looks like? What happens on the on the screen of the movie when it when you blast this this giant beetle?
0: Well. Wow. Close
1: things up. One beetle left. So Donabella, she's grabbing some piece of chunk of hopefully not too valuable cargo that's nearby, and she <coughs> chucks it off the beetle. It bounces off its shell. Beetle has a couple of arrows kind of wedged in it. Doesn't look like they did a lot of damage, but it's 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 being driven off. Uh, and, and it probably will be driven off shortly, but it's it's still taking a few more hurried bites out of this wing of this of the, the ship. And, and, and the ship, the airship, um, it's you know, you were thinking you were feeling some turbulence before. It's this. You, looking out, you you see there is damage to the wings, so it's it's got some problems, but it's still it's still in the air.
0: Um, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go on t- out onto the wing that had no more things and like try to repair it, kind of it ah, steps okay. over the frosty part.
1: Okay, so you're gonna try to go do some wing repair.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Do you have a means of doing that?
0: I'm just going to step carefully and carefully make my my way over to the two bits.
1: Okay, and then what? Mend. Mend? You're going to cast Mending to do that? Yeah. Okay. So, if you could, just give me a, um, let's call it, uh, athletics. You're kind of, you're kind of clambering your way out onto this wing and you're being careful not to get tossed off. Seven. A seven. Okay.
0: I probably get tossed off.
1: No, no. You are. You you make your way out onto the wing. You can get yourself over to where the damage is done, and you're you're able to get there. And you are going to cast mending. And while you're doing that, the rest of the crew is fighting off this other other beetle. You, you hear people talking, so it's probably safe to assume that beetle's been dealt with. But by the time you get done, the, the wing is looking a lot better. There's still there there's. There's a surprising amount of bounce and jostling going around uh, in terms of the the ship.
0: Can I walk over to the other
1: wing? You take a look at the other wing. That's more damage than what you're going to be able to do with a mending spell.
0: I'm still going to try to help her.
1: That's fine. Okay. So as you're as you're getting ready to to go out and do something about that, Captain Mercy comes up. She says, "We're, we're having some trouble keeping it stable." I. I'm not sure if we're going to be able to to stay afloat. If if you can try to fix that wing, at least we can we can slow our descent.
0: Yeah,
1: why? Why not? And you do another check.
0: Uh 13 plus 2 is 15.
1: Okay. So you hop out there and you you scoot your way across the wing and you get to the damaged spot and you start working on it. How many times are you going to try to to mend? Twice. So you work start working on mending at the first the first piece. And that works out okay. And you get the second piece taken care of. And the wing is looking quite a bit better. And you get back over to the ship, and Captain Mercy's there, and she says, "Wow, that that really helped. I, th- I think we're going to be, I think we're going to be okay." They, they've got uh, a couple more people actually now on on lookout to see if uh, any more of those giant beetles are coming through.
0: Make sure you have a couple people looking down.
1: So you're you're churning along. The trinket is is doing doing much better. The sunset. As, you, as the day goes on, the sunset over that cloud sea has got to be pretty amazing, with the lots of light scattered across the clouds and things turn like kind of orangish as you as you fly it over. Let's say this is like a six day trip. You'd left Silver City, Let's say Silver City was was where you you launched from. You were out a couple of days, and then you had this day with the Beatles, and so you're you're probably over halfway. The next day passes pretty uneventfully, and then. The day after that, there's some, some discussion. Some some of the some of the sailors are are having little quieted conversations and looking around and and uh, finally Donna Bella comes over. Donna, Bella, I think Donna Bella is Donna Bella is a dwarf. She's a, a little bit lanky for a dwarf. stubby. She she's got her, her beard has been recently trimmed off it's it's kind of scattered it's, it's stubbly and starting to come back and uh, she says some of the folks around here are uh, a little concerned because some of the cargo's gone missing
0: like the cargo you threw that's a, that's a fair
1: point but no no it wasn't that cargo no some of the some of the, like the the real cargo
0: like special cargo yeah like down in the... like down of the in the sh-
1: hold. Some of the special cargo. It's,
0: Have you seen it's, it's been missing little shoes?
1: stuff, apparently, but, but, you know, important stuff.
0: Have your sailors been taking them somewhere?
1: Uh, I didn't take anything this time. It wasn't me. I don't Did I, don't I
0: scream out, Hey, has anybody noticed anybody taking, like, stuff from down below?
1: People kind of freeze and then go back to their business. Well,
0: that covers that.
1: Captain comes over. It's, uh, you heard about that too, huh? Yeah, that's not going to be any good. We get there and all the stuff's missing. But I, I'm not even sure where it's going.
0: If you're not sure where it's going, then why are you captain?
1: <laughs> <clears throat> I know where we are taking it. Uh, I do not know where the things that have disappeared have gone.
0: Oh. Uh, well, how about we go back down and see if there's somebody down there? Let's see what's missing.
1: Okay. Well, i got to keep an eye on things up here, but you and Donna Bella could go down.
0: Come on, Donna Bella, let's go. It's going to be the best trip.
1: Okay, so you go and uh, open up the hatch, go down into the hold, and you look around. Let's see, you ha- you have dark vision, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're able to look around because there's there aren't any torches or anything down here at the moment. Uh, Do I
0: have some torches?
1: Um, you, you can probably get your hands on some torches, although right. the idea being big things of fire inside the belly of the ship. Um, Probably not the best option if you don't have to. There is still some light. So night has gone. You've gone through the night. It's the next day. There is a bit of light coming in because there's some grating. So there's a bit of light there, but uh, you also can rely on your dark vision where necessary.
0: I kind of guide Donna Bella through since she can't... Is she human?
1: She's not. She's a dwarf. And what you can tell is that there is there is kind of a, a split where on one section of the ship or one section of the hold there's looks like general stuff for the ship and coal and things like that wedged over there. And then on the other section there are a number of chests and barrels and actually containers of all various sizes over on this other side of the of the ship. And that appears to be the actual cargo that's that's being delivered. What would you like to do?
0: I asked Donna Bella, like, do you know what's been taken?
1: Well, I just, I just heard it was, uh, you know, some of the, some of the small stuff, I guess.
0: It was also important, like the small important.
1: Small important stuff, yeah. Well, I mean, if it was small stuff and not important, I don't think, yeah, nobody would probably care.
0: Right now, I'm kind of, well, are, have I noticed that a lot of the sailors are kind of gibberish, kind of like. St- Stammering, kind of hesitating when they talk, or
1: um, not so much that they're they're like, stammering, but more. Um, sure, yeah. <laughs> um, I would say what you've noticed is most of them are, are congenial enough. Most of them are friendly enough. There are a couple that are they're more uh, grumpy. There's there's one named Thatch, who is notable in that he. He always stumps everywhere and he glares at everything. I don't
0: know. Well Maybe you could, we can just like start investigating and going through boxes.
1: You could. You you if you want to, to investigate what's in the boxes, that's easily enough done. Okay. So you take a look through and what you've got are it's a it's a wide variety of spices. Like there's chests of salt. And boxes of okay. peppercorns and I'll, things of that nature. Oh,
0: like look around to see if there's any footprints or hand marks.
1: Certainly. Mm. Why don't you roll for um, investigation or perception, your choice. Uh,
0: two plus proficiency bonus plus wisdom with six.
1: Okay. So you're looking around and trying to trying to figure out what might have gone on here. And you hear, stomp, stomp, stomp,
0: stomp, Thatch.
1: coming down the stairs into the hole.
0: Hide, and I try to hide.
1: Okay, give me. I, a... I
0: kind of like pull Donabella with me.
1: Okay, give me a stealth check.
0: Uh, one. So my Dex is for fifteen.
1: A fifteen. Okay. So you grab Donna Bella, You Hunker yourself down. Stop, stop. That's quiet. Whatever it is, they're standing there in the dark. And then there's a little bit of light, like a like a little bit of a, a bluish glow, just real faint bluish glow comes from over near the stairs. And, and are you trying to catch a glimpse of the person, or are you trying to hide? What's what's your main goal?
0: Like, hide and kind of see who it is, hide and in case see. it's somebody that's not that.
1: Okay stomp, 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 and they, they they come closer, and you're able to see well enough, oh, especially with, with your elven eyes, you can tell, oh yeah, that's that. Stomp, stomp.
0: Is he like really bulky, kind of? Because if he's, re- he looks really strong, then I'm not gonna do this, but if he doesn't look strong, then...
1: That's a good question. Um, I've been envisioning him, he's, he's like a, kind of a scrawny older guy.
0: Kind of Thin.
1: Thin and yeah, he's got got really tight little muscles and he's he's been a sailor for a while, but he's he's not a big big bulky guy. He comes over and you, know, you hear him muttering, you can't tell what he's saying, it's just murmur, murmur, And then you hear the, the boxes kind of shifting around and, murr, 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 ha-ha. and you it sounds like sounds like maybe he picked something up. And then you hear stomp stomp. I
0: start running after him and I'm like, Darn Bella, come on.
1: Alright, are you trying to follow him or are you trying to catch him?
0: Catch him. It's like Thatch, get back here.
1: Oh, and and he he goes, Ugh! You hear him stomping. He's trying to run up the stairs. Don't
0: I you? run with him and I'm like, Marcy It's Thatch
1: And he, he crashes out the door And uh, you you come up just decided to see him standing there, and you, Mercy heard you, and she, she's come over, and she's like, What's he doing? What's going on?
0: He's taking the stuff!
1: And you can clearly he's, see...
0: He's holding something.
1: He is holding something. He's holding... It's like a, I,
0: I was going to wait until he like started to go back up, because then that's when we could start chasing him up, and he would have something so that we could prove he's... he's
1: ah, there you go. So yes, he is now up, out on the deck. Um, everybody's looking at him. And He's like, ah! and he's he's holding this little chest, and it's a it's a very it's not just a, a plain wooden chest. This is like a, a metal chest, and it's got adornments on it. This is something interesting. Quite in the chest. chest. Quite the chest.
0: And I'm like, you know, giving all the stuff back would be nice.
1: And he goes, he looks around, he realizes he's basically you know everybody Trapped. knows what just happened. And he runs for the side of the ship.
0: She's gonna jump off She's gonna to the board? side of the ships. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna make it look like there's a key. Like I'm gonna like go over and pretend like I'm locking the door down to the thing, even though I'm like I'm gonna lock it down there. And I'm gonna make a minor illusion that there's a small key on the floor to make it look like. He could grab the key and unlock the door and run down. Uh huh. But like when he goes over there, then I'm gonna make the key vanish into smoke.
1: Okay. So he is currently running for the side of the ship, so he may not go looking for that key. I'm just, just wanted to be clear.
0: Okay. Then before I make the key appear, I'm gonna make it sound like a grumbling sound from the bottom of the ship, and then after the, then I make the grumbling sound to stop, and then I make the key appear. Okay. So that he looks and he's like key.
1: All right. So you're gonna start with a, a grumbling sound from the bottom of the ship.
0: I tell the person that's next to me. Um, tell the person that's next to you to tell the next person to tell the next person to tell the next person um, that the grumbling sound wasn't real.
1: So the grumbling sound comes from. Is it coming from like down below the ship or in the yeah. hold of the ship? Okay. Down below the ship. And. No,
0: like in the hold.
1: In the hold. Okay.
0: Like in the engine.
1: Alright, so there's a grumbling sound that comes from the engine. Uh, you see Thatch kind of throws a confused look towards the engine and then gets to the edge of the the ship.
0: I should have like snuck up on him and caught him when he was trying to get the stuff.
1: Maybe next time.
0: I mean, I don't even know how good of a fighter he is.
1: That's true. Thatch gets to the edge, grabs a rope, and jumps over.
0: They're like... Ship down. Ship down? Yeah, so that we can go down and catch him.
1: So he's he's gone over the side, but you can tell he's still holding on to the rope.
0: Is the rope like tied?
1: Yes. So the rope is tied somewhere to something on the ship and he's just gone over the edge.
0: Alright. I start to like pull the rope up. Not ship down.
1: Ah, okay.
0: Maybe he's waiting for one of those beetles. Did I notice um, while we were fighting the beetles that he wasn't fighting them? Or like he had gone down to the hole to take some stuff while we were fighting the beetles all alone?
1: Oh, that's an excellent question. Um, Give me a perception check.
0: 17 plus 2 is 19 plus wisdom is 21.
1: You have to think about it for a second, but only for a second. Thatch was not amongst the the sailors fighting off the beetles. He, you can't remember seeing him anywhere out on the deck. So
0: I, I yell for Mercy to come up, Mercy and Donna Bella to come over here.
1: All right, and they're they're they are right there.
0: He must be working for the Beatles or something because I, I didn't see him when I didn't see him when we were fighting the Beatles. So he must have been down in the hold capturing things or like stealing them. And you never know. He might be back for more things.
1: Okay, you're telling them that. And you're pulling on the rope. Can you please give me a...
0: And then I yell, can somebody else kind of help me here?
1: All right. Give me a a strength check. Yeah. Somebody else, uh, one of the other sailors comes over and grabs and starts lifting too, so...
0: Um, would that also count as athletics?
1: Sure, let's go ahead and count that as athletics.
0: Uh, Which I'm proficient in, so that would be... Oh, that would be 10
1: it's apparent that, because um, as you're grabbing and pulling, kinda, you could... that
0: I'm, I'm kind of like encouraging Mercy and Donabella to help us, so that and getting more sailors over here to help us pull him back up.
1: Sure. Okay.
0: Because I'm kind of thinking right now that he's waiting for one of the beetles to come up so he can just drop down.
1: Okay. So as part of the rope pulling, you're you, you are you can see over We're the edge. We're looking
0: down at him. Yep. Trying...
1: And he is he is skittering down the side. Using the rope, so he kicks off away from the ship, goes out of ways, and then when the rope comes back in, he's going under the ship, and suddenly the rope comes loose, like you're you're pulling, and then ooh, the weight on it is gone.
0: Beetle, get him! Beetle, get him! No, Beetle got him.
1: You, you don't see anything for a moment, and then you see it's a glider.
0: What's a glider?
1: A glider is you know what hang gliding is?
0: Oh, uh, like one of those. A parachute big, kind of thing.
1: It's like a big yeah. triangular kind of similar material and you, you use it to, to sail. Well this this is like uh, Maybe
0: he had a parachute or something.
1: Well what you see is it's it's a it's a big glider where it's it's kind of almost sort of bird shaped, but it's the same idea as like a hang glider.
0: I say get the ship down and what I'm gonna try to do is light the parachute on fire. Oh the glider? Yeah.
1: You're going to try to light the glider on fire? Yeah. Okay.
0: Actually, I'm going to try to make it heavier so that it slowly just floats down and down with my ray of frost.
1: Ah. Because so that's you, a cantrip. You want to ice it up. Fire is a cantrip too, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Um So you're going to try to ice it over so he starts losing control a bit?
0: Yeah. Is he in at least 60 feet or less range?
1: Eh? Let's say you've got one chance at getting him while he's still within 60 feet, but he's he's quickly exceeding that
0: range. Okay. Oh, plus five. Uh, that means eight.
1: Okay, so you you blast your ice over there and I believe it is a D8 on the ice. Are you aiming it's gonna be? I'm just aiming
0: for the parachute, Uh, not for that.
1: You're aiming for the glider?
0: Yeah. Okay. Six.
1: Okay. So you can you can tell you tagged him. And the the ice forms over there. Suddenly the the light from the sun shines. And like,
0: ship down, ship down, ship down!
1: And Marcy is is talking to the person who's who's running the, the ship's wheel, and you you feel a, you, the ship starts to, to shift into a little because bit I of want dive. him to
0: like kind of just kind of start falling onto the ship's deck so we can like
1: ah now he's gonna be his glider unless he gets up a, unless he tries to fly above you his glider is it's gonna descend to... quicker than your ship
0: and um can I do another. Wait, hold on, not ship down, uh, ship actually, hold on, stay right, get one of the ropes. Don't... Stop going down, but like go kind of towards his glider. And then I grab one right of the ropes and I'm like, here, can you help me do this? And then I try to kind of like throw the ropes so that. It kind of latches around his thing so we can pull him
1: back. Oh, you're going to want, you want to try to lasso him? Yeah. Okay, so at the moment... Uh,
0: like either the parachute or him, like the glider or him.
1: Um, I'm thinking you're gonna have difficulty doing that. If you had a rope that was thin enough, you might be able to, like shoot an arrow with a rope on it and try to to tag the glider.
0: Okay. Do you guys have a rope pretty thin that I could lasso it around my arrow?
1: Donabella says I have some. I have some silk rope. It's pretty thin. That's nice. But strong. Okay. Okay. All right.
0: Be fast about it.
1: And she she runs and off to her her cabin or, or her quarters real quick and runs runs back.
0: And he, Here you go. And I'm like, Thanks. And I pull an arrow out and then I get my bow unslung and I have it under my arm while I tie the thing and then I aim and I shoot.
1: You shoot. Okay.
0: Do I have to roll another twenty?
1: You're gonna have to roll pretty well. Now is this with a longbow?
0: Yeah, I'll do a longbow. Okay. Twenty. Twenty. 20, 20, 20. Okay, that's
1: pretty good then. 20, so
0: 20.
1: you you fire this this arrow with its trailing rope. There is. You
0: better say yes to this. Thunk.
1: And the arrow chunks into the glider.
0: And I'm like, boom, boom. All right. Everybody's pulling.
1: Everybody's pulling. You got lots of help. And the, the, the glider, you see the glider, it's going along doing its gliding thing, a little little wonky because it's got ice on it. And then all of a sudden it's like you're pulling up on the tail and it just it kind of tries to drop and go into this dive, and then it's circling back under towards the ship. It's it's having a lot of trouble with that rope attached
0: Right? Pull faster! faster pull.
1: It's slowly being pulled back up. Everybody working on it.
0: All right, I'm just digging my feet into the wood pulling back. Okay. This dude's heavy. <laughs> I hope he doesn't have like a backup backup plan. <laughs> because if he does, what if a beetle comes up? Then he just drops himself down. Because then I wouldn't have any other ideas. Let's just hope this works. I tell everybody just
1: pull. Everybody's pulling. <laughs> and it takes a while, but the, the glider and thatch pulled all the way up. And, and
0: we're like, why, hello, my friend.
1: Would I made it if it hadn't been for you metal and elf.
0: And I'm like, stop stealing our stuff, honey.
1: So they, they bind him up and they actually just tie him to part of the engine. And there's always somebody there running, working on the engine or, or feeding it coal or something. So there's always somebody to watch him.
0: And I'm like, I'm tired. I'm going to go to bed now. Thanks for the work, guys. You did awesome.
1: And thank chose, you for spotting him with the chest. That This would have been a bad one to lose, says Mercy.
0: What did it have in it?
1: This. She looks around very conspiratorially. She says, it's saffron. What's saffron? It's, it's a very rare spice. Mm-hmm. And it would be very difficult to come by it. This, this is, this little box. Mm-hmm actually has just a little bit in it, but it's worth hundreds and hundreds of coins.
0: What I do is I carefully put it back in a... I try to find the best hiding spot I can put it in.
1: All right. And at that, I think it's bedtime. Is that what you want to do? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it would be nice if you aren't making random noises into the microphone. Why? Because then we have to edit the random noises out.
0: Hey, that's a random noise. Oh, yes,
1: it was a random noise indeed.